discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Father, we are just grateful. We are just thankful. This morning, we just want to let you know how grateful we are. Our hearts and our minds are full of thanksgiving. Thank you for the gift of life, strength, and health. Thank you for prosperity. Thank you for your goodness that we experience all the days of our lives. Thank you that even in the midst of challenges and troubles, we know that we still find ourselves in your hands. Therefore, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness, your mercies, your kindness. Thank you for everything. We are grateful. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for bringing us into Christ. Thank you for your teachings. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for guidance. Thank you for your continuous leadership. Thank you for your continuous preservation and protection. Yes. In our going and in our coming, you've taken care of us. Thank you for taking care of our families. We are grateful. We are thankful. Yes. So this morning, we receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with great joy, with great excitement, knowing that your word is more than gold. Your word is more precious than anything that we could ever experience. Thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit who speaks to us and teaches us. Thank you that we are thought of your word talk through your word by your spirit even in jesus name amen hallelujah are you excited to be in the house of god if you're excited to be in the house of god then i want you to give the lord a big 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 shout hallelujah is god not good hallelujah what a blessing this morning i want to share with you on fruitfulness through the spirit fruitfulness through the spirit hallelujah do you like such things or you can you can also say fruitfulness and multiplication through the spirit okay fruitfulness and multiplication through the spirit and i'm hoping to communicate what i want to share with you in the next one hour one hour, minutes hallelujah is it a beautiful thing so if you're reading the bible you would notice how God, how good God is to us. You know, we're just singing concerning the goodness of God. God is good. God is wonderful. And you notice it through all the beautiful things that he has done for us. Do you see? All the nice things that he has done for us. He says, if God gave us his son, in Romans chapter 8, you know, let me look for it for you. If God gave us a son, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? Do you see? Verse 32. He says, he that spared not his own son, Jesus, was not spared by God. 
Look at verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? God is for you. Tell me about God is for you. Contrary to popular opinion. Tell me about contrary to popular opinions. God is actually for you. Yeah, some people think that God is not for us. God is against us. Because of one or two things that you may have done or not done. Always remember that God is treating you like he would treat his son Jesus Christ. Because now you are in the place of his son Jesus Christ. God punished Jesus for all your errors and all your sins and all your troubles. Okay, it's called substitution. Jesus took your place so that you can take Jesus' place. Jesus took your place of sin so that you can take his place of righteousness. Therefore, the goodness of God to you is not contingent on what you do or do not do. It's not because of your fasting that God is good to you. It's just because of Jesus Christ that God is good to you. Contrary to popular opinions. Yes. God is not good to you because of, of, of something you, did, you didn't do. Or did you did? It's just because of Jesus Christ. It's called the gift of righteousness. Do you see? Yes. It's called the gift of what? Righteousness. There are gifts that God gives to us in the new birth. And one of them is righteousness. If you read in 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 5, verse 21, it says that for God made Jesus to be sin. He was made to become the very nature of sin. Who knew no sin? When Jesus hung on the cross, the sin that was put on him was so much. He was bearing the brunt of our errors, our chastisement, our punishment, and everything was on him so much to the point that the father had to turn his eyes from him because he could not behold him. And that was why he said, my father, my father, why has thou forsaken him? It was so serious. He took the place of sin so that you and I can take the place of righteousness. It says, for he has made him to be sin for us. He was made to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? So that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So we have been made the rightness of God now. You are in the place of Jesus. All the good things God expressed towards Jesus is what he's expressing towards you now. Because of your change of location. We are now seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Are you seeing it? Yes. We fast because of where we are. We pray because of where we are. Do you see? We give because of where we are. Because we are the righteousness of God, we give. Because we are the righteousness of God, we fast. Because we are the righteousness of God, we pray. We don't fast and pray to be made something. We are made because of Jesus Christ. And we do out of the life, the life flow of his goodness and of his, of his blessings in our lives. It's an amazing thing. Maybe as the time goes by, I'll explain it even some more. That was what Reverend George came to share with us. But I'm sure you have forgotten. So I'll say it so many times so that you can understand it well. Hallelujah. You know, so God gives us a gift of righteousness. His goodness gives us the gift of righteousness. And that makes us, that brings us to the place of Christ. For us to be treated like Jesus is treated. If you read in Romans chapter 6 verse 23, he says, For the wages of sin is death. The payment of sin is death. And Jesus died as payment for our sin. Do you see? Jesus died as what? Payment for our sin. So you don't need to die any longer. For the wages of sin, the punishment, the pay of sin 
is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So there's another gift that God gives to us. It's called the gift of eternal life. Righteousness is given to us as a gift by virtue of the new birth. And eternal life is given to us as a gift by virtue of the new birth as well. These are all the goodness of God. I mean, for God to give you his life, what makes him God? And what makes him, what gives him the excellence that he has? And the, the characteristics of goodness that he has, has been given to you free of charge. Can you imagine? Yes. Basically, because of the, 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 the life of God that is in us, we can live the way God wants us to live. Do you see? It's now more difficult to live in a bad way. You see, before you got born again, you didn't mind when we were doing some things. The fact that now there's a check in you lets you know that there's a new life that is inside you. That is not consistent with errors. That is when you do something wrong. You can confess your sins for seven years. Have you noticed? Yeah. Every night it comes to your mind, hey God, I'm sorry. You. Yeah. Ah, this thing, pa, shouldn't have done it. You see, and the more you, con- the more you keep thinking about those things, the more you keep falling because you've forgotten that God has forgiven you. Learn to receive the forgiveness of God. Oh yes. The error keeps coming because you are not forgiving yourself. Even though God has forgiven you, you still think that God has not forgiven you. So you are, for seven years, it's been seven years since you did that thing as a child of God. And the devil keeps bringing it into your mind. And you keep confessing your sin. Meanwhile, he says, your sins and your iniquities will I remember no more. But you keep remembering. Even though God says he, has, he doesn't remember, you keep remembering. Receive grace to not remember. Re- receive grace to have spiritual amnesia about bad things yes you need to forget about your past yes and continue the way god wants you to continue he gives you the gift of eternal life so you can live your life now becomes consistent with his life do you see then the third gift he gives to you he gives to us is the gift of the holy spirit that's in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 peter was preaching to these wonderful people then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So when you, when you get born again, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Do you see? Yes. You receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gift to us. Okay? He's a gift. The Holy Spirit is a gift. And you don't need to struggle with a gift. If I give you a gift, all you need to do is to stretch your hands and take it. The Holy Spirit has been given to us as a gift. Do you see? Yes. There's receiving the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Okay? But the Holy Spirit is not there for only speaking in tongues. He's more than that. Last week we learned about speaking in tongues, isn't it? There's more than that. Speaking in tongues is very powerful. It's very important. It has a, it has a purpose. It has a place. But the Holy Spirit is more than speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is God himself. Okay, he's a spirit of God. And I, I was sharing, so I don't know whether I was there or some, some other place. I was sharing concerning how the Holy Spirit is a first um, member of the Godhead that is revealed to us in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. The first member of the Godhead that is revealed to us is the Spirit of God. And everything, it's here, right? I think it was two weeks ago or so. Question and answers, yeah. The first member of the, 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 the Godhead that is revealed to us is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is a precious gift for you and I. 
Holy Spirit is a precious gift to us from God. Hallelujah. And we need to learn to focus on the Holy Spirit. For us to bear fruit, the Holy Spirit must be very, very important in our lives. You see, the Holy Spirit functions according to how much you consider him to be important in your life. Did you hear what I said? The Holy Spirit's ministry is brought to your life some more when you appreciate, you start appreciating his ministry in your life. When you, when his ministry becomes more paramount in your life, as a word, becomes paramount in your life. You see, sometimes we can go for a month and don't remember that we have, we have someone, there's a person called the Holy Spirit who is in us that we, we are supposed to be communicating with and supposed to be flowing with and all that. Has it happened to you before? You forget ministry. You remember when it is mentioned. But you forget on a normal day. One of the greatest infirmities of a man is the infirmity of forgetfulness. You can forget that there's a Holy Spirit and that you need to relate to the Holy Spirit. Now, when it comes to fruitfulness and multiplication, the Holy Spirit is the main, is the main person who brings fruitfulness into your life. Okay? Main person who brings fruitfulness into your life. The whole, one of the qualities of the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit is described as, you know, he's described as fire. He's described as oil. Okay, these are symbols of the Spirit. Fire, oil, what? Air, as, as, as air. Described as, um, as dove, as power, as so many things. But one of the main descriptions of the Holy Spirit, okay, which shows us his ministry, is the Spirit as river. The Holy Spirit is a river. <laughs> Tell you about the Holy Spirit is a river. Yes, the Holy Spirit is a river. And when you are planted by the rivers of living waters, you will bear fruit in, your, in every season of your life. That's in Psalm 1, verse 3. He says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. You see, he disc- in this place, he's showing you that a human being is described as a tree. Have you seen it? Let's read from verse, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Go to verse 1. So that we understand even some more. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate what? Day and night. Then he says that man who meditates on the word of God day and night shall be like a tree. He's describing the man as a tree. And that tree, because of his meditation in the word of God day and night, shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. There's a river of water by which we are planted. Do you see? He says... That bringeth forth his fruit in season, in a season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Why is he prosper? Because he's planted by the rivers of waters, because of his meditations in the word of God. Are you seeing it? Isaiah chapter 6, 1 from verse 1. This is a description concerning the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This was Jesus' main message. Wherever Jesus went to, this was the first message he preached because it was a proclamation concerning his ministry, concerning his life. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me 
Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord has anointed me to preach the good, good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken-hearted. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. And verse 3 says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. What a blessing. Jesus says that he has, he has been brought to bring you beauty for ashes. All ashes. Ashes means what has been consumed, what has been destroyed. He says he's bringing beauty to what has been destroyed. It, the part, the aspect of your life that you think is not nice, God is bringing beauty to it. Jesus came to bring beauty to your life. On all spheres of your life. Then he says the oil of joy for mourning. So instead of mourning, he has replaced mourning with the oil of joy. That is why a Christian must never be sad in his life. No matter what is going on, I'm still going to dance and praise him. It doesn't matter what comes my way. Why? Because a greater one lives inside of me, isn't it? Yeah. To give to the oil of joy for mourning, then it calls it the garment of praise. There's a garment that you are given in the new birth. It's called the garment of praise. There's a garment of praise that God gives to every single one of us. It's a garment, brother. It's your dress. It's your dress in the spirit. If you don't wear it, you are going to be naked in the spirit. Yeah, you must, be, you must learn to be excited. You must learn to praise God in every aspect of your life. Whether you are down or up or in the middle, you are still praising God. Hallelujah. Because that is the will of God for your life. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that's depression. That they might be called the trees of righteousness. So we are called the trees of righteousness. The plant, we are called the plantings of the Lord. That he might be glorified. Are you seeing it? We are called what? The trees of righteousness. Trees of righteousness. Trees of righteousness. If you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, for instance, verse 9, the Bible says that ye are laborers together with God. Then it says, you are God's husbandry. You are God's building. We are described as buildings and we are also described as husbandry. Let's read the Amplified. The Amplified explains what husbandry is. Eh? This one says, join promoters, for we are fellow workmen, join promoters, laborers together with and for God. Then it says, you are God's garden and vineyard. So it's like you're a tree, you're a garden. Yeah, if you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. Look at 2 Corinthians 9, 8. King James, please. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having sufficiency in all things may abound in ev- to every good work. Verse 9. As is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. Verse 10. Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown. Then he says, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Because you are a tree of righteousness, you bear fruits of righteousness. Are you seeing it? So there are fruits that you bear, and there are fruits of righteousness. There are fruits as a result of your right standing with God and as a result of your place in Christ. They are fruits of goodness, fruits of kindness, fruits of peace, fruits of beauty that you bear. If you read in Isaiah, let me show you a verse in Isaiah. I think you will like it. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 17. He says, and the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness or the fruits of righteousness quietness and assurance forever quietness or confidence if you read the other versions they will say confidence eh? quietness and confidence this is what amplified and the effect of righteousness will be peace internal and external one of the fruits of righteousness is peace 
internal peace and external peace. Pocket peace. Do you know pocket peace? There's pocket war. And there's pocket peace. Hmm. Has there ever been war in your pocket before? When you remove, it doesn't remove. Wow. Receive pocket peace in Jesus' name. Receive internal peace, peace of mind. Some people can't sleep. Yeah. Yesterday, Prophet Adam prayed for one of our, our church members for sleep. Because he saw it in the spirit. The guy cannot sleep. He saw it in the spirit. There's someone here you can't sleep. You you go to bed around 11. While you toss in your bed up and down until 4 a.m. Yeah. The person came out. They prayed for the person. The person slept immediately. I tell you. Yeah. yeah. Receive sleep. Because you are the tree of righteousness, you will sleep happily. You will have good rest. In, in all seasons of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And the result of righteousness will be quietness and confident trust forever. Why you trust God. No matter what is going on, you are confident and you know your Lord. The baby has not come. And so what? I know my God. The job has not happened. I don't mind. I know my God. And so what? The husband has not come. And so what? Quietness and confident trust forever. Yeah. So trees of righteousness must be planted by the rivers of living waters. You see, the Holy Spirit is described as a river. The first mention of a river in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 2, verse 10. Genesis chapter 2 is the first mention of river. Okay? And when you look at it, you see that he was talking about the Spirit. He says, and the river went out of Eden to water. Eden is the presence of God. Eden means the presence of God, pleasures. That's what it means. Pleasure and presence. Psalm 16 verse 11. Have you read Psalm 16 verse 11 before? Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. If God is around, joy. One of the things that you get to know, you get to see if God is in the place, is the joy that you find in the place. Yes. Joy. Joy. Excitement. Yes. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's joy, there's exultant joy. It says the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. And at the right hand of God, where we sit, you see, we are seated on the right hand of God, not the right hand side, the right hand, which is the right hand of authority, the place of authority that God has given us because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Jesus ascended and sat on the right hand of God, not on the right hand side, though. The right hand is actually a, a title, it's a place. Okay? It's a place of authority. If you read in Romans chapter 8, verse uh, 33. Look at Romans 8, 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. Yea, who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us? Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus at the right hand of God. The right hand of God is the right hand of authority. The right hand of power. It's not a place. It's not, a, it's not like God is sitting and then there's his right no it's a place called he's talking about the place of power so at the right hand of god at the place of power there's there's what pleasures there are pleasures forevermore i don't know about you but if you are in christ charlie there are some pleasures that god wants you to enjoy you i don't know what this kind of christianity where it's like you have to be very serious in life like you are not happy 
every time your face is looking some way. When someone greets you, hello, how are you? I'm fine. Oh, is everything okay? Ah, what is the problem? That's my face. That's how I, that's how I feel. It's like you're always serious. You can't smile. Even your children are confused sometimes. They don't know what kind of you are. Oh, receive grace to smile all the days of your life. Sometimes you are not smiling because of the things that are happening in your life. Do you see? Yeah, there are many problems, issues. Jesus said, listen, in this world you have troubles. Then he says, but cheer up. In the midst of the problems, he says, cheer up. That's in John chapter 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have what? Peace. Are you in Christ? In Christ, there is peace. Peace of mind, peace of situation, peace in the midst of the storm, peace. Jesus was asleep in the boat. He was asleep in the boat in the storm. He was asleep. What a shock. He was asleep. You to learn to sleep. Because you are in his place now. God is treating you as he treated Jesus. Jesus knew that the storm cannot do anything to him. So he was asleep on a pillow. The disciples were worried. He was asleep. Worry is not a sign of maturity. It's not a sign that you are responsible. Yeah, it's like when you are worried, you are like this. Hmm. Is everything okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to be serious in life. I mean, I'm not sure. I have to be serious in life. Brother? Learn to sleep in the midst of the storm. It's something you learn. Learn to sleep. Learn to do it. You may not start from there, but you, you, you learn. Yeah. One day, one, one of our guys, we were having a camp many years ago. This is about eight years ago. And we're having a discussion. I think you were there. We're having a and then he just came to me. Some of our people just had an accident. I said, brother, it's an emergency. I said, brother, keep quiet. Stop saying those things. What do you mean? Keep quiet, keep quiet. Stop saying that. They are fine. They are okay. Everybody is okay. And they were fine. And everybody, everybody came for the camp. Everything was okay. What he was describing as a very wild thing, that could have become a very wild thing. I decided not to follow that. Ah, brother. Break news properly. One day, one of uh, Bishop Oedipo's accountants, you know, they're going to do something. And then he came, they were talking, and then he said, we don't have any money. He was sacked. Bishop Oedipo sacked him. <laughs> what? You, we don't have any money. What do you mean by we don't have any money? Any money? This, this guy is not, he's not, you, you, no, 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 no. He sacked him. In the physical, there was no money. Actually, there was actually no money in the coffers. He just announced what was there. There's, there's no money. Bishop, there, how can there not be money? talking about with all the teaching that we have you have been taught and the preaching you have been taught you can come and say that we don't have money no 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 we have money we have money brother we are living according to supply yeah supply i'm rich no matter what i'm seeing around me i'm rich yeah it's called living the life of God. Yeah. Don't, don't. Oh, there's nothing. As you are saying it, it's happening practically in your life. Yeah. You keep saying there's nothing. You see, it's easier to destroy something than it is to build. This building can be brought down in less than 24 hours. But it didn't take 24 hours to put it up. Yeah. But it, it can be brought, can it be brought down in less than 24 hours? Less, everything can just be brought down. Yeah. So, negative words actually bring comfort quicker. 
easier because it's an easy way than the word of god than the positive work word yes it's just it just comes just like that that's why the bible says death and life he starts with death did he didn't say life and death it says death and life Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 because death is like the, the natural tune of the tongue is death eh? the book of james mentions it it says that your tongue is set on a on a on a very wild fire it can destroy everything about your life with your tongue you have to be careful what you are saying around you okay yes james chapter 3 verse 6 it says and the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity so is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell like your tongue can just bring hell to you yeah. so learn you, you teach your tongue to say the right things no matter what's going on learn to say the right things there's always money it's working oh yes hmm? In the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. So, Eden, Genesis chapter 2. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. And the river went out of Eden. Eden is the presence of God, is the pleasures of God. To water the garden. The river went to water the And from thence, it was parted and became into four heads. Now, what is the river? This is the first mention of the river. And it's coming from the presence of God. If you read in Revelation chapter 22, from verse 1, you will see this river being described in a very nice way. He says, And he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. A pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. It was proceeding where? Out of the throne of God and of the... You see the Holy Spirit is not mentioned. Out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. The river is proceeding from the throne of God, from the Lamb. So this is the proceeding spirit. If you read in um, John chapter 16, you see the proceeding spirit. John 14, rather 26. Look at John 14, 26. Look at John 15, 26. Yes, John 15, rather 26. It says, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which what? Which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. The Spirit of God is described as a proceeding spirit. He's a proceeding one. He's one that proceeds from where? From the Father. In Revelation chapter 22, we see the throne, a, a river, pure river, eh, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. If you read in John chapter 17, John chapter 7 rather, verse 37. Look at John 7, 37. Jesus is the one speaking. He says, in the last, and in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Verse 36. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said concerning believing on me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Have you seen it? Rivers of what? It's living water. Living water pure water of life living water alive water that is alive water that is living then he describes he says but this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the holy ghost was not yet given because that jesus was not yet glorified so the holy spirit is that pure river okay that flows out of the throne of god and flows out of the children of god i saying it yes he's a proceeding spirit He's a pure river of life that proceeds from God. 
if you read in Ezekiel chapter 40, 47, you see a similar thing concerning the Spirit of God. Okay, let me show it to you. Ezekiel chapter 47. He describes the throne, the temple of God, and where the presence of God comes through, and then starts talking about a certain river that was flowing. Ezekiel 47 from verse 4. Let's read from verse 1 so that we can understand it. A lighter version would do. And he took me back to the door of the house. He's talking about the house of God. And I saw that waters were flowing out from under the doorstep of the house on the east. God always entered the temple through the east. Okay? God always entered the temple through what? Through the east. Hallelujah. For the house was facing east. And the waters came down from under, from the right side of the house, on the south side of the altar. So he's describing a water that is coming out of the altar. And the altar actually got where the Holy of Holies had the Ark of Covenant sitting there. Okay. And that, the whole Ark was, a, was an altar. I don't know if you get it. Yes. Where the two cherubims were sitting. If you've read your Bible, you know what I'm talking about. Huh? So he's describing what are coming out of the altar of God, out of the throne of God, out of where God sits. And we have just showed you that the river that flows from the throne of God is actually the Holy Spirit. Have you seen it? Yeah. I, have I convinced you enough? Oh, yeah. Okay. So now, what does this river, what does this water do? What, what, what is the ministry of the Holy Spirit? I'm just trying to describe a certain aspect of the ministry of the Holy Spirit to you, which brings fruitfulness and brings multiplication in your life. And so you must learn to focus on the Holy Spirit in your life. Basically, that's what I'm trying to do this morning. Okay? Now, go to Genesis, Revelation chapter 22 once again. From verse 1 to verse 2. He says, And he showed me a pure river of life, of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and he says, it, this river was going in the middle of the streets, Okay, in heaven. Then it says, on either side of the river was there the tree of life. There, were, there was the tree of life on every side of the river. There were trees, and those were trees of life all over. Which bear twelve manner of fruits, and yielded a fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So the tree, the trees that were there were bearing fruit every single month. Every single month. Twelve fruits, it says, Eh, which bear, which yielded twelve man of fruit, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Now we've described, we've I've described to you how that we are trees, isn't it? We are trees, don't be so. Planted by the river, which are we planted by? We are planted by the this same river that causes this these trees of life produce twelve manner of fruits every single month. You debab. The, the Holy Spirit is a river by which we are planted. And as long as you are planted there, we, we didn't plant ourselves, we, pl we are planted there by God himself. And the flow of that river is what causes us to bear all manner of fruits every single season of our lives. Are you seeing it? So cutting yourself from the river is the beginning of dryness in your life. When you cut yourself from that river, you are, the dryness is coming, I tell you. Tell anybody, I will not cut myself from that river. I will securely be planted there. How do you cut yourself from that river? By forgetting that there's a river there. 
Don't forget the river of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a river by which we are planted. And our consciousness of that river, of that Spirit, is what causes us to bear plenty fruits every single month, in every single season of our lives. Fruits of peace, fruits of joy, fruits of love, fruits of patience, fruits of consistency, eh? fruits of prosperity, fruit of the goodness of God. Every nice fruit. You see, and God wants you to bear fruit all seasons of your life. No matter, the, no matter the season you're in, you are still fruitful. You may be in a season of sadness, but then you are bearing the fruit of gladness in the season of sadness. Hmm? You may be in a season of lack where everybody, there's lack everywhere, but you are bearing the fruits of abundance because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. That is the life that God has called us to. Yes, to bear fruits. All manner, every mantle, every month. It's opposite to what is happening around. Yeah, opposite. I tell you. Opposite. Someone may slap you and expect you to bear the fruit of slap back. Back slap. Pa like that. Skrupa. Pa, 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 pa. Skidibi. Pa, pa. <laughs> but then you bear the fruit of hugging. What a blessing. What a blessing. Say that's my life. That's my life. Oh, you don't like this one. You want to slap back. How will we know the glory of God in your life? Do you see? When you are attacked and you don't, you don't, you see, there's a season in your life where you're not supposed to talk back. There's a season where you are being criticized. They're saying things about you and the only way you pass that test is to bear the fruit of silence. Jesus, Jesus did not talk. I would say that before he was as a lamb that is dumb before its shares. It's quiet. He says, Don't you think you think I cannot call eh, legions for them to come and handle you people? I can, but uh, let me let me this is the season of darkness. Let me just be quiet. Yeah. Only the Holy Spirit can cause you to be quiet when they are criticizing you. People who you can handle. You get you can it's not that you can handle them easily. And do this. That's it. They are gone. But you are quiet. Wow. Fruits. Correct fruits. Yeah. When you know that they are cheating you. Know that they are cheating you. Yeah. And you are, you are still. I know, but Jesus had Judas stealing from him all the time. He was stealing. The Bible says that he had a bag. The money bag and he was stealing from it and when someone was pouring an alabaster box on jesus an alabaster box of oil on jesus christ judas was standing by and saying all kinds of things ah this thing could have been sold and given to the poor the bible says that he did not say what he said because he cared for the poor but because he was a thief it's in john john chapter 12 verse 6 Let's read verse 5 so that you can understand it. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Go to verse 4 so that we see who is talking. Then said one of his disciples. It was one of his disciples. Not all of them. One. And he said it and all the others started saying it too. 
he sowed the seed of doubt. Be careful of people who start saying things to you. Why, why, why are you honoring, honoring this man of God? Like your pastor, like. Hallelujah. Why do you like this pastor so much? Why are you honoring him? You see, in Africa, we honor only dead bodies. We honor what? Decide that you are not part of that group, those group of people. Who only honor when the person is dead? They don't mind spending 40000 on a, on a casket, buying a glass casket. You know, when the person was alive, the bed he was sleeping on had broken, and the middle portion had broken, so he would be lying in the bed like that. And that's what killed him. It broke his back and killed him. It broke his spinal cord. But when he died, they, they, they have given him a casket that has glass. It's glass. Self-contained. With air conditioning inside. How can he control it? Yes, even now it's business. Whatever they are buying is is they are expecting returns. Yeah, it's wild though. When you are ill and you are in the hospital, you'll be surprised that some people will not come. The, the family member, I mean, we've seen it happening. Family members don't come. The person they are expecting the person to die. Because when they when the person dies, they will come and pay everything because the dead body is money. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you. They are, we are into dead bodies. <laughs> See, I refuse to be into dead bodies. I will honor those who are alive. Yeah. Look at this guy. Then said he, one of his, uh, Judas is in Kruma, is a chariot. Simon's son, which should betray him. Verse 5. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he poor, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. He was what? He was a thief and had the bag. And bear, we don't understand bear. You think that he's like he's carrying. Let's read the light. Let's see what he's talking about. Jesus was bearing with this guy. He had the money bag and he took for himself what was put into it. He was taken from it. Yes. Taken from it. Wow. But Jesus was, he knew. Jesus knew, but he was bearing the fruits of, which fruit would it be? Patience and love, long suffering. <laughs> long suffering. I see you bearing fruits of long suffering, even when you know that your your sister has been stealing from you, and you caught her stealing from you. You will not take a cutlass and cut her hands off, but you have the fruits of patience and let her be restored. Allow her to be restored. You see, it's because of wickedness, fruits of wickedness that we don't. We, we are not into restoration. You get it. Like when someone does something wrong, hey, they, he must. This, this is it. He's out. He's out. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. You're out of my life. <laughs> Bind him leg and foot and cast him out. Receive grace to bear fruit of goodness, fruits of faith, fruits of meekness, fruits of temperance. Because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. So the presence of, it's, the, it's only the Holy Spirit who can, who can help you bear certain types of fruits in the midst of challenges. Yeah. I tell you. Will you leave the job when your boss is is How do you say that in English? It's eating your eyes. Your boss is eating your eyes. What? Dinyaism. <laughs> it's a word. What will you do? 
I've seen people packing bag and baggage and saying, okay, I'm leaving the job. I'm leaving the job. I'm leaving the job. I'm going. I'm out. I'm out. Why did you stop the job? My boss was be- becoming some way. When I do that thing, he says, I've not done it. Ah. What do you expect? It's work or it's not work? It's not work. You should see medical doctors being sorted by their bosses. They, 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 it's so much that they have a term for it. They call it washing. They wash you in the presence of your juniors <laughs> and your patients. Well, the next time I come to that patient, hmm, doctor, we are, this doctor is not good. Though. <laughs> this doctor is not good. He doesn't know anything. Hey! But they keep going. You bear fruits of patience. What are you talking about? Yeah. Fruits of patience. Fruits of love. Fruits of joy. Hmm? Nice fruits. Because of the flow of the, when you cut, when the life of the spirit is cut, then you start responding in a certain way. Yeah. You start responding in anger. You can slap your wife. Yeah. Someone slapped a husband recently. Yeah. Slapped him. Slapped him twice, eh? Twice, twice. I tell you. Clearly, she has been cut from the flow of the river, pure river of life. Pure river of life. The river of the spirit. I want to show you some things that the river of the spirit does for you. Go back to Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 to 14. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 10 to 14. He says, And the river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. So there are four very key things that the river does. The river of the Spirit, the flow of the Spirit does for you. Okay? Next verse. Then it says, The name of the first is Pison. That is which compassed the, the whole land of Avila, where there is gold. Have you seen it? The first part is what? Pison. Say Pison. It's a word. Pison. Pison. Now, pison means free flowing. It means what? Free flowing. Free flowing. He says, the name of the first is pison. That is that which compasses the whole land of Avila. So, the free flowing part of the spirit when you allow the spirit to flow freely in your life without resistance okay one of the things that the holy spirit does is that he he helps you and he he guides you and he comforts you and he tells you things look at ephesians 4 uh-huh it's 30 he says and grieve not the holy spirit of god whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption if the holy spirit is described as our seal he's a seal of our ownership the Holy Spirit is a stamp that shows that you're a child of God or you belong to God. Do you see? That's in Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, verse, verse 13. It says, In whom ye also trusted, <laughs> after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation. It says, In whom also, after that you, you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So the Holy Spirit is a seal. Mm? It's like writing a letter to somebody and then putting a stamp on it. Is it the kind of stamp you put on the letter? Determines where the letter can go to. If you want the letter to go abroad, that you have to put a certain type of stamp on it, isn't it? And pay a certain amount of money for it to be able to go. If you don't pay that money, it's not going. 
the Holy Spirit is a seal that allows you to enter different places in life. He's a, he's a, he's a seal that you are for God. You belong to God. You are God's property. Okay? And you are commissioned of God and hence can do all things. He's a seal of God for us. If you're reading 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21 and 22. Look at 2 Corinthians 1, 21. Now he which established us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Verse 22. Then it says, who has also sealed us and given the earnest of the, of the Spirit in our hearts. The Holy Spirit is the seal and the earnest or the promise. The engagement ring of God for us. The word earnest means engagement ring. Arabon. Okay, he's the engagement ring that God has given to us to show that we belong to him. This one is you. This one is for me. This one is untouchable. That's why the devil tries to touch you. you, are, you like the devil is touching God's wife. God's betrothed. You can, God, the devil can't touch you just like that. That is why you must, you must decide that no devil in your family can touch you. It's a decision you make. No devil anywhere, Satan himself cannot touch you because you belong, you have been sealed with the seal of the Holy Ghost. So he says that because the Holy Spirit is your seal, don't grieve him. How do you grieve the Holy Spirit? By not minding him. By not talking to him. The Holy Spirit is like a wife to us because he's our helper. You see, it's like not minding your wife. Don't mind your wife to a bar. Not minding your no, like your wife is saying hello. We wake up in the morning, your wife says, Good morning, my dear. And go and brush your teeth. Do you think it depends on what depending on what type of wife you have? It, it's either you get beatings, or it, it depends, or you get slaps, or you get you get uh, uh, stones as a meal, something. It depends on what type of a wife you have. But you must learn to mind your wife. The Holy Spirit is our helper. That needs to be minded. The grieving the Holy Spirit has to do with not minding him and not, not listening to his counsel. Because the Holy Spirit talks to us. See, one of the things you must understand is that as a child of God, you hear the voice of the Spirit. You hear the voice of the Spirit. That, you are in a place where you hear the voice of the Spirit. If you read in John chapter 10, okay, from verse 1, you see it. Jesus said, I am the, I am the shepherd, good shepherd, all of that. Good John chapter 10 verse 1 very very I say unto you he that entered not by the door into the sheepfold but up some other way the same is a thief and a robber next verse but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep verse 3 that says to him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice are you the sheep of God then you hear the, the voice of our shepherd the shepherd is the Holy Spirit actually okay so you hear, he says that my sheep, the sheep hears voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. So you are, you have been designed to hear the voice of the Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 16. Look at John 14, 16. Am I helping you? So stop saying that I have not been hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Start saying I've been hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit actually talks to you. The Holy Spirit will tell you, this thing that, this thing is not, is not right. He tell you it's not right. You can, you're a child of God and you're fooling around. And the Holy Spirit will be telling you that this thing is not right. Cutting yourself from the voice of the Spirit is removing yourself from the river. You see what I'm talking about? Yes. And now pray the Father and shall give you another comforter. He's talking about the Holy Spirit or another helper. That he may abide with you forever. He's with you forever. Next verse. Verse, verse 17. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. The world cannot receive the Spirit of truth. Neither knoweth him. 
The world does not know him. Then he says, but you, child of God, you know him. Say, I know the Holy Spirit. If it wasn't true, Jesus would not say it. He says, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. You know the Holy Spirit. You hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. That voice that tells you to go. You see, well, if, you, if, you should, if you should learn to listen to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will prosper you. Yeah, because one of the main things it does is to prosper. That's the first thing. That's the first aspect of the foreheads. The river that passes into foreheads. The, the first aspect is gold. Yes. Real prosper. He will lead you. To, if you learn to listen to the Holy Spirit, you'll be shocked. He will talk to you concerning your business. You'll be surprised. He will show you what to do and what not to do. All you need to do is to learn not to grieve him. To allow him to flow freely in your life. The free, the person aspect of the river, which is the free flowing of the river without obstruction. Allowing the Holy Spirit to just flow in your life by learning to listen to the Holy Spirit. By asking him for help. I preached a message in a church in Hohoi some three weeks ago. And I was talking about success through the Spirit. Yeah, success through the Spirit. And I was talking about learning to ask the Holy Spirit for help. You see, stopping in life to ask the dear Holy Spirit, I need help with my, with handling my beloved. What do I do? What? The ministry of the Spirit in making you a success. And it's basically learning to ask for the Holy Spirit's help. That's how you acknowledge the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life. Like when you stop to ask, I need help with this. Oh. Can you help me? Even learning to ask the Holy Spirit to prosper you. You'll be surprised that you've never asked the Holy Spirit to make you rich. Holy Spirit, please make me rich. You'll be shocked that you may, nev- you may have never asked. Holy Spirit, help me, keep, help me stay in health. Holy Spirit, help me be nice to people. In that message, I, I spoke concerning Luke, Luke chapter 7, I believe. You know, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and it shall find. It was actually in reference to the Holy Spirit. In reference to the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I think it's Luke 11, rather. Matthew 7 and Luke 11. You, you can listen to that message. It's more detailed there. You see, learning to ask the Holy Spirit. Learn, you see, grieving the Spirit is not minding the Holy Spirit. By strength shall no man prevail. You are moving with strength. You are doing your work with strength. Yes. It's a chest issue for you. Yeah. Man must work hard. Yes. Man must work hard. But it is the fru- it's the Holy Spirit that makes us fruitful. Zerubbabel set out to build a temple for the Lord. Because God had told him to. In Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. He was told by the prophet. The prophet was, it was revealed to the prophet to tell him. Eh? Then answered and speak, he spoke unto me saying, unto me saying this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel saying not by might nor by power but by my spirit see the Lord of hosts so learning to acknowledge that my power is not going to make it work my might is not going to make it work it is the spirit that is going to make it work it's what allows you to acknowledge the Holy Spirit in your life it's called desperation you see you will not experience the ministry of the spirit in your life if you are not desperate for the ministry of the spirit in your life john chapter 15 verse 5 i'm the vine you are the branches he that abideth in me and i in him the same bringeth forth much fruit then he says for without me you can do nothing so recognizing the fact that without the holy spirit you can do nothing nothing means nothing is it choosing a boy without the holy spirit it's a show that you don't need the holy spirit in your life like when it comes to choosing a boy or choosing a girl you are using this and this and this and this and this 
and this. Pastor Sios is the one who is showing me what to do. Not asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me choose. It's, it's as simple. Christianity is not mysterious, though. It's not speaking in tongues with in, in, in the tongues. I can feel the spirit. It's not as nothing, though. Learning to be practical. Practical. Holy Spirit, help me. I can't sing. I can't sing. Holy Spirit, help me sing. Make my voice nice. Is it all those who play keyboard, play bass guitar, play drums, sing, do camera work with the mindset of I can do it. So you just come. You don't pray. You just come. That is that is the day that they will tell you that sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're even you're singing with it's very nice. Doing anything without asking the help of the Holy Spirit is a sign that you don't need the Holy Spirit in your life. Yes, and it's lifeless. It's no life. Desperation. God only pours out his spirit. And in our case, not pouring out, in our case, the infilling of the spirit. The infilling of the spirit only happens to those who are interested and who have a consciousness of great need and helplessness without the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 3. Look at Isaiah 44 verse 3. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. If you are not thirsty, no water is coming. Who is the water? The Holy Spirit. I've showed you. The Holy Spirit is the water. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon dry ground. There must be, you must be a dry ground. What is the dry ground? The dry ground is, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. My job is not what's going to, I don't, it's, it's not prospering me. Holy Spirit, help me prosper. Help me prosper. Help me be able to give $5,000 in my life. Jesus. Saying those things to the Holy Spirit. Eh? I can't, I can't preserve myself. You sit in a car, you're driving, you just drive. Pa- you, you think it's a short journey. It's, it's a short journey. It's, it. it's, it's just here. Well, let's just move. You just, you I know how to drive. People get accidents between 37 in front of their gate. That's, I know 37. Someone was driving from Accra Mall to 37 and he died on that road. I mean, what are the odds of dying on that road? One guy came from abroad, sat in, a, in, a, in, a, in an Uber going to Spintex and died. Died at Spintex, uh, uh, I think it was around the basket, uh, whatever, what's it called? Flower pot. Can you imagine? He just came from abroad, though, from America. He just touched down when, with his friend. They were driving home. Or he was coming for his wedding. It's a true story. It's not for he's coming for his wedding. He just died just like that. Yeah, it's very well. You need to you need to just ask for the Holy the help of the Holy Spirit. Everything. Hey, what do you think? Help me. Help me. As I'm going here, help me. Take me. Take me there. Take me there. Don't because like you are you are wild. You're a very wild driver. You're a good driver. You're a chief driver. You know how to do seek heaven. You turn it. Hey. You'll be surprised. You can change gear. You will change the gear and it's not changing. One day, one day I was driving eh, and I, I parked somewhere. I parked on a hill. Went to see someone. Came back into the car. Came back into the car. Sparked the car. When I sparked the car and I put it on reverse, I was trying to put it on reverse. Or I put it on reverse. Okay? Nothing else was working anymore. I couldn't. St- when I step on the brakes, it doesn't work. 
when I step, I step on the foot brake, it didn't stop. I did everything. The car didn't stop. And there was a classroom the car was reversing into. A classroom with about 25 children, little children. Crutch. Two-year-olds, three-year-olds. Full of a... Full of... It was a school. I was parked in the school. And the car was reversing into the class. And they, they, they are not seeing. Even when I press the horn, the horn is not sounding. Yeah. I'm telling the truth. When I saw my situation, I closed my eyes and said, Holy Spirit, please stop the car. And the car stopped miraculously. Right in front of the school, the class, right in front of it. Hey! I would have been a murderer. Man, it's called manslaughter. And I would have been in prison by now. I'll not be standing here. That's why I'm grateful. I mean, I'm a very great. I try to thank God a lot. Yeah, because Charlie, the things, many things, you, you may not even know what you missed by listening to the Holy Spirit to pass, use another side. You don't know what you missed. You don't know. So desperation, eh? I'll pour water up. It says, I'll pour flask upon the dragon. I'll pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. Next verse. And they shall spring up as among the grass, as willows by the water courses. You will prosper. Willows are big, 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 big grass. They are bigger than the normal grasses. Big, beautiful. Yeah. Desperation. I can't do it without you. Not grieving the Holy Spirit by. Oh. And I tells you, pass here. Oh, but this is not my this is not my regular road. Sometimes you wonder why did why did that Christian why did he was a Christian he was a wonderful what happened? You never know. You don't know. I don't know what happened, but you never know. You never know. It's called you never know limited. You never know. You never know. So Pison is free flowing, allowing the free flowing power of the spirit in your life. And it says it flows to where? Havila. It compasses Havila. Guess what Havila means? Havila means to cause to grow. It means growth, to cause, to grow. The free flowing of the spirit in your life will cause you to grow on every sphere of your life. It will cause you to grow as a family man. When you allow the free flowing power of the spirit of God in your life, you see that you are a better father. You are a better husband. You are a better student. You are a better lecturer. You, you don't separate your life from your lecturing life. Your life in Christ from your, your lecturer who is a wicked person. When we come to your class, we don't know who you are. Have you ever seen a wicked lecturer before? Yes. Wicked lecturer. But the person is a Christian. The person is very wicked. Hey! Why am I mentioning a lecturer? Maybe a lecturer is listening to this message. The Lord is watching you. Allow the free flowing of the spirit in your life so that you can grow on every sphere of life. Grow spiritually. Grow financially. Grow what? Psychologically. Emotionally. What made you cry will not make you cry anymore. Because you're allowing the free flow of the spirit in your life. You will not be crying over nothing. A boy left you. <laughs> a girl left you. You're eating banco and cook. Banco and cook. You drink the coke, you take banco. And the girl wants you to take to me. You'll be more matured in your emotions. Allowing the free flowing power of the Holy Spirit in your life allows everything to grow in your life. Because of his presence that is flowing consistently in your life. The presence of God makes everything grow. You know, one day, there was a challenge in, in, uh, in Moses' time concerning Aaron being priest. 
you know because there are some people who are rising up to say that they are they are also priests they can be priests and Moses said everybody bring your staff so they took 12 staffs and added Aaron's staff to it and they put it before the presence of God they put it before the ark 24 hours later Aaron's rod budded and bore fruits within 24 hours that's what happens when a child of God one who's chosen by God is in the exposing himself to the presence of the Holy Spirit you just become fruitful it's Havila everything grows you just bear fruits you will not know how you are changing before long you realize that Charlie you're a better person your boss will say ah it's like you are what happened because your character is changing it's becoming better you see you're not answering back it's your conversation with you is not like table tennis coca 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 it's your boss that you're talking to he may not be nice he may not be whatever but then you respond with wisdom let me read a testimony for you try with a testimony to you yeah someone who has had promotion for the last four years she has become a manageress in her company when she's not she's not so the number of years she has been there doesn't match please i have a testimony I have been promoted to a managerial grade from no experience in the role that I am working in. No experience in the role that I'm working in to being a manager in less than four years. Yeah. Less than four years. I'm very, very grateful to the Lord for this promotion. God bless you, blah, 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 for your teaching. This is supernatural. That's what you're This is supernatural. No, she does no experience. How do you explain it? By allowing the free-flowing power of the Holy Spirit in your life. It will cause you to grow everywhere. Then he says, it flows to where the land where there's gold. Gold. Prosperity. You see, prosperity, eh? Prosperity is not only in terms of pocket, though. There's prosperity of your emotions. Yes. There's emotional prosperity or emotional success, if you like. Where you are evenly tempered. Your temper is like the temper of Christ. You get angry only when you're supposed to get angry. Not over unnecessary things. Jesus made whips and lashed those who were selling the temple. Yeah. There are days you need to make whips and last on people. <laughs> but there are days when you need to love those who are unlovable. The leper, lep, a leper cannot be around people who are not leprous. They, they don't feel a touch. Nobody can touch them. You see, one leper came to Jesus. You know, he was Jesus passing by. He said to Jesus, if, if you will, okay, that's in Mark, Mark chapter 2, if, if you will, then heal me. Then Jesus said, I will. And Jesus went ahead and touched him, gave him a touch, touched him and said, I will be thou healed. Ah, Matthew 8. And behold, there came a, a leper and worshiped him and saying, Lord, if thou will, thou can make me clean. If you, you can make, if you want to. Jesus said, I want to. What did he do? He touched him. Next verse. And Jesus put forth his hand. He put forth his hand. That's, that's the care of Jesus. The care of Christ. Yeah. And that's the kind of care that you can also stretch out to others. He touched him. I'm not saying when you go, I go and touch the next leper and say, I care. That's what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. Saying, I will be that clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Prosperity on every side. Gold. Are you in the church? Can I continue? My time is up. I'll not be here next week, so let me talk small, okay? The second aspect of the river is Gihon. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. 
Gihon. Gihon means bursting forth. Bursting forth. Bursting what? Forth. Is a part of the, the, the spirit that best instant instructions like do this. <laughs> I want to preach somewhere on Wednesday evening. I want to preach for a friend. Nobody even I didn't know I was even going to preach because I was just visiting. So I went alone on my way to go and to go and visit the preacher in his church as someone else was coming to preach. I was called by him and said, he told me that the preacher couldn't come because of one or two things. He couldn't come. What do we do? Should I let the people go home or what? I said, oh, ah, it's, it's church. It's their children. Just talk to your children. He said, okay. But when you come, I want you to talk to them small. I said, oh, no problem. Why not? I'll talk to them. Why not? When I got there, he preached for about 45 minutes and gave me the microphone to say something to them, to just minister to them for some 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I ministered for one hour, 15 minutes. <laughs> It was not planned. Gihon, a bursting forth. As I was ministering, ministering, a lot of things were happening. People all over the place, healing, people falling, whatever. When we finished the meeting, guess what, guess what happened when, when we finished the meeting? The pastor told me that God said you should give me his car. So he gave me his car, his four-wheel drive. He gave me his car. And they drove the car 12, 15 a.m. to my house. That is a bursting forth instruction from the Spirit in his life. And he obeyed it. I, so I received the car on Wednesday night without plan. I hadn't planned to have a car. I received a very nice honorarium. The honorarium was good because the man he was invited, the bishop he had invited, was a very senior bishop. He's about 25 years ahead of me. And he had prepared a certain type of offering for him. When I got there, he said, God just, just, God is just instructing the Holy Spirit, bursting forth, and a bursting forth instruction. Let me, he says, you are very important to us. You give you the same seed. So he gave new brand new notes. He gave it to me. Huge amount. <laughs> what a shock. Bursting for, listen, when this is happening in your life, eh, it causes, you see, Ethiopia is that which cannot be changed. Ethiopia is what? That which cannot be changed. It's found in Jeremiah chapter 13 verse 23. Unchanging. It means unchanging. Gihon means bursting forth, right? Or fullness of waters. Hmm? Jeremiah 13 verse 23. It says, can the Ethiopian change his skin? Because Ethiopians are like us. They are like us. Dark skin. Can you change your skin? Over Paul who has still. We'll see. No matter there. <laughs> My wife says, over poor ones, over all black. <laughs> you will, how do you say poor in English? You will bleach, uh huh. It's a way. You will bleach your skin, yet you will give birth to a black child. Because it can, an Ethiopian cannot change his skin. Then it says, or, or the leopard has spots. Can a leopard change his spots? Emphatically not. Then may you also do good. These guys were so bad. It says that the way an Ethiopian cannot change his skin, that is how you cannot do good. That accumulated, you are accustomed to do evil. You see, so Ethiopia means that which, that which cannot be changed. Okay? But Gihon is bursting forth and fullness of waters. That flows to the land of Ethiopia to change Ethiopia. It goes to change that which cannot be changed. So sometimes there are things in your life like it's not changing for a long time. What you need is the best thing forth instruction from the Spirit. A fullness of the, a fullness of instru- something. How can someone just give you? He walked home, brother. He walked home until you are ready to obey such things. 
to obey certain types of instructions that God gives to you, you'll be shocked that some things may not be changing in your life. Yeah. Even though you're planted by the river, there's a certain bursting forth of the river that comes that you must respond to, to change things around you. Yeah. Best thing for sometimes always to tell you, stay, stay at home and pray for an hour. It's the best thing for the instruction. You are not accustomed to doing that. When you check your time, you are supposed to be at work in the next 35 minutes. But I will tell you, stay and be there for an hour. It will change something about you. Be shocked. It will change something about you. Be surprised. A best thing for instant, seemingly nonsensical instructions that the Holy Spirit brings to you. Hmm. When you've learned to flow with him, he, you get to a place where he starts now. He can give you certain instructions that are not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. God told us to give something last day. Give this. It's not normal. Why would you give this? Why would you give this? This is, this is precious. Why are you going to give it? Yeah, it has changed something in our lives. Yeah. Instructions. You're a wife. No child is coming. God will tell you, have sex with your husband at this time. An instruction will just come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God will tell you, it will just come to you. Do this. If you like, say, oh, well, we will be having sex, you'll be shocked. You will be shocked. A friend of mine went to a certain ministry and he was, they were, you know, a very long meeting for one week. And he had given a, then a best thing forth instruction came. At the end of the meeting, everything had ended. He had just a very small amount of, of money on him. And God told him, give this one. He said, ah, I've given everything. I have it. I've given everything. Why should I give this? I'm not giving it. And he didn't give it. When he got to Ghana, when he left the place and got to Ghana, God told him, that was your Isaac. I was asking you to give your Isaac. And because you didn't mind me, until the next cycle completes, then you will be able to give your Isaac again. Yeah. And the cycle went for, I think, about eight years. He didn't eight years of cycle. Eight years. What happened is not, I mean, I can't describe what happened in the eight years because of not flowing with the best thing forth. It's the best thing. Do this. Do this. Nonsensical, unreasonable. What's this? Why should I do this? <laughs> I'm not saying like when you miss it's like you've missed everything. You will still have some, but there's a certain level God wanted you. Something that needs to change that has not changed. There's an Ethiopia somewhere that needs to change. That you are not, you may, you may not have minded the best thing forth of the instructions of God. You see, so receive grace to 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 receive a best thing forth and do what God wants you to do. Do what God wants. Ah, the blessing of knowing what to do. The blessing of just knowing what to do. Yeah, when you grow up in the spirit, you don't, you don't do, you don't, you don't ask God for things. Give me, give me, give me. You, 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 you get into show me, God, show me, show me what to do. Because there's something God, will, God will want you to do that to cause the best thing for a friend of mine. Okay, as at last year, January, after about six years of ministry, the whole church was around three hundred people or so, three hundred. And God gave him an instruction: do this. Brothers and sisters, in less than in one year and some few months, the church has changed from 300 to 6,000. Six, best thing for instruction. 6,000. Can you imagine? I pray you don't miss that best thing for. Best thing for instruction. You will not miss it in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Yeah, because we are entering a season of Ethiopia's changing because of the Gihon, that is the Gihon River that is flowing. Flowing. A bursting forth. A free-flowing power of the Spirit in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see things changing in your life. Stand up and just thank God. Lord, show me. Show me. Talk to the Lord right now. Lord, show me. Give me an instruction. Let there be a bursting forth. Let there be a free flowing of your spirit. Yeah. In my life. Lord, show me what to do. That will change every Ethiopia in my life. Every stagnation in my life. Maybe there's something that has been stagnant. The Lord says he's giving an instruction today to do something. To do something. Talk to the Lord now. Oh, no, no, no. Out of my belly. Out of my belly. Man, no, no, no. Lord, show me. Show us, Lord. Let there be a best and forth of instruction. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let there be a best and forth. A best and forth, Lord. Fullness, fullness of river, fullness of river that comes with an instruction from the spirit to change every Ethiopia in your life. The river changes what is unchangeable, everything that is unchangeable is changing in this moment in the name of the Lord Jesus. Maybe there's a sickness that has been unchanged all this while. The Lord is giving an instruction for that sickness to change. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For that situation to change. After the fullness of the river. Malola, 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 Malola. The Lord is showing you what to do. Showing you what to do now. Now, 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 now. Malogadaba. Lord, show us. Show us that thing to do. To change those things that are unchangeable. That have remained unchangeable for many years. Maradadagaya. I see the Lord altering something in your life. Pushing something out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Malodegedebe. 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 Remi. Loda. Dalabai. Regalaba. Maredele. Rego. Sigeliba. Malo liga lage lege lege. Malo lode. Malo lede. Malo lede. Malo lede. Malo lede. Enula da baya. Falo de de shige debe. Father, thank you for the flow of the spirit. Yes. I hear the Lord saying that 
He's giving you an instruction that will change everything about your life. Yes. There was at the church in Antioch certain prophets and teachers such as Manain. All these wonderful people. He says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. A bursting forth of instruction that changed Paul's life forever. That which has not changed in your life is changing this afternoon because of an instruction the Lord is giving to you in this moment. Thank you, Father, for changes that are consistent with your word. Changes that are consistent. Changes that are consistent. Yes. An instruction. A word. A statement. A thought. An imagination. That will change that which has been unchangeable in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's coming to you right now. The Lord is the Lord is telling me that He's talking to you, he's talking, he's touching your life in a very special way. Yes. Mano Rega An instruction that will change everything. A thought that will change everything. I hear the Lord giving an instruction to someone an instruction that will change your business completely. Yes, an instruction that is not seemingly what you have learned for or what you have gone to school for. The Lord is giving you an instruction right now, right now, showing you what to do that will lead you into super abundance. Super abundance. Yes, yes. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us. Thank you for your word. Thank you that our lives are never the same again, even in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.